told y'all this was a movement. Taking up the ways. You dig? Banked out. Banked out. Banked out. Banked out. Banked out. Banked out. East to west, we can banked out. North to south, we can banked out. Worldwide, we can banked out. Call up 917-889-8041 Just the bank down radio show We controlling the globe and we second to no one Every Tuesday and Thursday we putting that work in Call my do it for the culture Then it's one love we see from 8pm to 9pm But tip she the trophy And we keep making moves by coastal Let them suckers didn't believe but I told you Banged out about to be your household name And banged out mean when you pop more change Falling like Odell, shout out to Rochelle Network and Saturday is about to be your movie Gotta go big, it's the only way to do it we get into it. Can't forget Fridays, gotta be inspired with Linda H. While you riding on the interstate, we got Sundays with sunshine from five to six. While you watching on your dinner plate, make sure to tune in and tap in with the movement. Cause it's about to go down. Shout out, discover this. Captain of the mothership. If you ain't know that you know now. Welcome to the Be Inspired with Linda H. Talk Show, where our mission is to help you be encouraged, motivated, and inspired to go after your dreams and to crush your goals. My guest today is a longtime friend of mine. From the age of seven, she's been sharing her musical talent all over our country and overseas. She is a retired combat army veteran, and she has her own studio-recorded Christmas album, Merry Christmas from Anwan, along with original single, I'm On My Way. Please help me welcome our guest today, Anwan Edge. So hey, Anwan, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to come hang out with me. How you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. How are you? I'm well. I'm so excited that you had a chance to come down and uh, <laughs> take time and do a Zoom meeting with my first Zoom interview. So it's a learning experience, but we're getting it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, in, when I introduced you, of course, I let everyone know that you've been, um, you know, sharing your musical talent since the age of seven, so for a very long time. Can you tell us who some of your musical influences were growing up? Some of my musical influences, um, one, I would say the Clark Sisters, their gospel group, female singing group, and they also, um, they've recently had a movie done about their life on Lifetime about a couple of months ago, it was shown on Lifetime, the Clark Sisters, and they also have influenced people like Missy Elliott, uh, Faith Evans, you can hear it all in Faith Evans' music. She's a big Clark Sisters fan. Kelly Price, 
So I would say they're definitely a great musical influence. I like Lauryn Hill. I think mm -hmm. definitely been a great influence. And I, I love jazz. So I would definitely say people like Billie Holiday, uh, Ella Fitzgerald, and mm -hmm. um, just just different people. Even I've gravitated even to some some rock music because you know I always I like instrumentation. I think just being a musician and a singer, it's uh, you can pull from different um, people and different genres of music. Definitely Earth, Wind, and Fire as far as sound quality. Uh, the different part harmonies, the thick harmonization, the tones and the, the chords, the diminished notes, and I mean, just lovely. I just, I think definitely Earth, Wind & Fire. So I would say those are a few of my influences. Okay, and you come from a family with strong musical ties, correct? Yes, I do. My um. My great-grandparents, I remember them, they were, my great-grandmother was a Pentecostal preacher. No nonsense, like she would <laughs> preach. And then if, if you acted up at church, she would spank you behind after service too. So she, she played the piano. Oh yeah, she was definitely no nonsense. But she played the piano. My great-granddad, um, used to call him Big Daddy. They were called Big Mama and Big Daddy. That's what the whole family called him. He played the electric guitar. So it wasn't a lot of people in church, but by the time they got on the piano and the keyboard and the, um, the drums playing and my great granddad on that electric guitar, you would think it's, it was like a, a concert going on in there. It may only be about 25, 30 people in the church. But it's, it would sound like a full rock concert or R&B or gospel concert. So I would say them, then my grandmother, she sang, she was a singer. She took classical lessons. My mother sang. And wow. so I would definitely say I'm definitely from, and even my father sang, um, he played um, in the Latin jazz band. He played the congas in the Latin jazz band. So even from my wow. father's side of the family. So I would say I get it from both sides of the family. Wow, okay, so it runs in your blood. So oh, yes. You... yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now, do you play any instruments yourself? I do, I do. I play the piano. Um, I took classical lessons when I was a little kid. Bach, Chopin, Beethoven, wow. Scott Joplin. So I took classical lessons um, at seven. And the rule in the house was, while you're under this roof, you're, you're gonna take music lessons. Once you graduate from high school, you can do what you wanna do. So I'm, I'm glad my grandparents raised us and I'm glad they instilled that in us because I know it helped shape the person who I am today. So I'm very grateful for those days as a child, taking um, piano lessons. 
Yeah, I mean, and you're very fortunate too because I'm sure there's a lot of money behind getting all of that training and especially for um, children who don't come from, a, you know, a, a family of, you know, musical backgrounds. So um, being able to be exposed to all of that at a very young age is very fortunate for you. Now, since you do you have like a variety of, you know, musical exposure, from, from a child, what do you think about um, <laughs> music this in our new age now? Like the new age music, what, what do you think? I feel like um, when I was growing up, I thought that my parents' music was just like, you know, oh, too old and boring, right? And they didn't care for my music. And now I feel the same effect rolling down over to, you know, my children. I'm like, what is this that you're listening to? Or <laughs> is this music? This this is not real music back in my day. <laughs> I think this you know, real music. <laughs> I think it's funny you say that. I think every generation says that because my grandmother yes. said it to me, saying, that hip that hip hop, what is that? Because I, I grew up when during um when salt and pepper was real popular. Um I mean real big names. Uh I, I didn't realize I was such I was from a great era when um Tupac was big, um, Biggie yeah. was big, that's when I was coming up. And mm -hmm. back in those days, same thing, like you said, the parents said, what is that? So <laughs> I think even today, I do like, I could say, I can appreciate the music. I can't say I always like all of the lyrics, but yeah. I can appreciate the music. And one thing is funny because um, I, when I was in Iraq, Quincy Jones, he came out and said hi to us. Wow. And I know, that's what I said. And I actually, I got his autograph, I lost it. I, I probably threw it away by Lord. Please forgive me, Quincy Jones. But I, I think I lost that little piece of paper that he signed his name. Mm. But someone asked him, you know, cause R. Kelly was uh, real big. Someone said, well, what do you think about R. Kelly? So, oh, I, I think he's got great music. I like R. Kelly music. And it, made me look at him in a different way because I was like, oh my gosh, he's an older guy and he knows about R. Kelly, you know, because R. Kelly was in his prime then. Yeah, so yeah. I can say as someone who's, I'm not quite as old as Quincy Jones, but someone who's a little bit older, and of course, you know, today's generation, as a musician and a, and a singer and an artist, I can hear different things that I do enjoy from the genres of music, certain some things I do I do like. Some artists they stand out and they do their own thing and they yeah. create their own space. But I can say I can find an, an appreciation even in today's music. Even if I don't like all of the lyrics necessarily. I, I yes. And that's that's what me being a parent, it's hard because it seems like, you know, throughout the years what's acceptable you know to be like set in music is um <laughs> it's, it's like it, it just keeps pushing the limit pushing the oh, limit yeah. pushing the limit you know and um you know the, the baby making music of like the 80s and 90s is completely different than you know the type of music that's being played now i mean they're really out there saying what it is that they want to do and how they're going to do it and this and that back in the day you know you had to kind of if you was a little kid you may not really have understood what it was that they were saying you know like um 
I'm trying to think, uh, like uh, the Secret Garden. Is that Quincy Jones, right? The um, the, the oh one. yeah, oh yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. And um, you know, like he that song now as an adult, I listen to it and I be like, Dad, he's really talking about like making love and doing this. And mm-hmm. <laughs> but as a kid, I didn't know what it was. I was just like, oh, it's some old music that my parents oh, were listening oh, yeah. to. Yeah. Oh no, but no, you're right. Even yes. and even though I was an adult, and um, this is a disclaimer for what I was told. I didn't know uh, D'Angelo's Brown Sugar was not about a woman. They said, oh no, he's not talking about a woman. He's talking about uh, that's, that stuff that makes you happy, that put a smile on your face. I said, whoa, I didn't even know. <laughs> that at least that's what I was told. I thought he was talking about a woman, but Brown yeah. Sugar wasn't, that they said it was not about a woman, but like you said, music, they were, it was more colorful. It wasn't like you said, just thrown in your face. Even with yes. the videos, you know, uh, some of the videos that are still popular, like that song, uh, Jay, Don't Walk Away, Boy. Um, mm-hmm. Still, even today, and I look back at some of those videos, I'm like, oh, wow, look how they dressed. And that was considered, you know, <laughs> I mean, compared to that to today, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely, <laughs> it's definitely a, big, a big change and stuff. It is definitely a big change. And, and sometimes I, I wonder, for me, I'm not worried about it, but like for some of the younger artists, especially females, um, do they feel I have to do this? But then they have someone like uh, the singer, her, and she's standing up, she does her own, her, I, I've never seen the artist, her, you know, looking like she has to compromise who she is and she's extremely talented singer also able to play the bass and bass guitar and very talented and that lets me know that though there might be artists and people who do what they feel might be um popular or what they feel will sell you have artists like her and you know some other real cool artists um another that I like called the internet. They're out of California. You know, they kind of do their own thing. You, you have those little artists. And also, I want to give a shout out to Willow Smith. I like, she's very young, but she kind of, you know, Willow Smith has always followed her own beat, her own yes. path and her music. So, you, you know, you still have those little, those little jewels amongst the, the many, you know, that stand out, mm-hmm. they, they're very creative. I'm not, and there's a lot of creativity, but you know, they stand out and show that I could still yeah. do it my way and still enjoy the process of being a musician and an artist and a singer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, you said that you actually met Quincy Jones while you was in Iraq. Mm-hmm. Now, um, and, and I met you through the military. That's actually how we ended up connecting oh. with each other. Mm-hmm. So what made you decide to join the military? And the reason why I ask is because, um, you know, going back to your background, you have very strong musical ties, you were competing in competitions. Um, I, if I'm not mistaken, you even received a, a musical scholarship to attend um, college, is that correct? I did. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Yeah. What, what made you decide that you wanted to kind of switch gears and go to the military? I, I would love to say I was wanted to just fight for my country and I love the United States of America, but I was young, I was 19 when I came in and 
it was actually my aunt, my aunt, I should say, who influenced me. Um, she came to me, my aunt Kalila, she lives in San Antonio, Texas. But she came to me my 11th grade year and said, well, what do you plan on doing after high school? And I was like, probably like most kids, uh, uh, go to college, I guess, you know? <laughs> so she said, okay, think about it. She was in in the 70s. And okay. then she came back to me my 12th grade year. And she said, well, that, when I, it's funny because when she came to the house, because my grandparents raised us, she said, what are you planning on? Have you decided what you wanted to do? And I said, uh, she said, well, look, join the military. Back then they had two year enlistments. She said, by the time you do your basic and AIT, your schooling, it's gonna be time to get out. So actually I didn't know. I joined because I didn't know what my next steps were meant to be. But now looking back on it um, today, that was the best decision. And thank you, Aunt Kalila for I would say definitely putting a fire and a motivation under my under my um, my feet. So thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> now, um, what was your MOS or job? You know, for the people who don't know what MOS means, what was your job while you was in the military? Now you know we don't have one job. We got millions of jobs, <laughs> right? <laughs> Whatever they tell you for that day. Exactly. I think I tell people don't ask what we did. That's what we didn't do. <laughs> When I, when I first came in, I started out in the reserves. I was, I went to, it was 71 before it became 42 Alpha, which is admin. It was considered, it was called 71 Lima back then. So I got out of the military reserves and there was nothing going on. Came back in the military and I did that. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I, I did that and I did food service when I first came in. I came on active duty. There were no positions. That's what it was. There were no positions as an admin personnel. So I did food service. Did that for a few years, four years. Got out. Came back in. Had to go back through basic training again. And I was a 42 alpha uh, admin personnel. And then I went to postal school afterwards. So. Okay, so you, did, you, you really did a little bit of everything. Oh, I know, yeah. Food yeah. service, postal operations, office work, army band. So. <laughs> yes, and that's exactly where I met you. I met you um, in Germany at the, um, the army band, the Easter band in Corinth. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, so that's where I met you. Now, did you even know that there was any kind of opportunity to sing when um, when you had first joined the military? Not when I first joined, mm -hmm. but when I came back in, because I had like a, about almost nine year break in service. Mm -hmm. And when I came in, it was funny because I, I signed back up and I did, like I said, I went back to um, 42 Alpha admin school, went to postal school and I got to my first duty station and I said, um, I want to join a band and my, my squad leader like, okay, okay, fine. And it like went in one ear and out the other. I guess she's like, okay, you're here to do postal operations. But how I, how I ended up in the band was after I went to Iraq, my, uh, Colonel, 
Thank you, Colonel Bean. He's probably retired right now. He says, Specialist Edge. Uh, well, Mason, I should say. I'm sorry. Specialist Mason. <laughs> Another story. But Specialist Mason, you go there, you come back, you do what you're supposed to do. I'll let you go on an audition. So that's what I did. I did uh, postal operations in Iraq. I mean, yeah, in Iraq, I was stationed in um, Heidelberg, Germany. Not Heidelberg. I'm sorry. I'm mixing things up. I was stationed in Vicenza, Italy. Okay. Yes. That's the right one, I promise. I was stationed okay. in Vicenza, Italy. <laughs> After I came back in the military, I had to go back through basic. I did admin school. Then I went to postal school for three weeks. Then I got stationed in Vicenza, Italy, and I did postal operations. And that's what I did in Iraq also. Okay. So, okay. right. And then you found your way over to, to the band, obviously. Oh, right. oh yeah, because the homemade, the yeah, they had the homemade commercials because overseas, they don't, you don't get to see commercials like we see on television. That costs a lot of money. So you see a bunch of homemade commercials. So I used to always say, do you sing? Do you act? Do you have a special <laughs> talent and a skill? You but, know what? Exactly how that audition was. Because I remember when oh, yeah. I first got to Germany, they had us all in like this huge big room and right. i mean i don't know how many hours of a flight it even was from from where i was um leaving from georgia to get to germany but i mean it seemed like an all-day flight of travel and oh, then i'm like are they serious <laughs> i'm sitting in the room and i was like wow pretty cool opportunity yeah. so for you um, how how did it make you feel being able to both serve your country plus do something that you love, which is sharing your musical talents? I loved it. I mean, it's funny because now um, when I tell people I retired from the military, and they say, "What you retire? How in the world did you do that?" I said, "If it was not." for the army band, <laughs> the music yeah. program, I can tell you, I I don't think, I, I'm, I'm being honest, I really don't think I would be retired right now, but because like you said, I was enjoying, it had its challenges like anything and you know, anything else, but because I enjoyed what I was doing, it, you know, when you enjoy it, I feel like when you're enjoying something yeah. that you like doing, it it's makes it easier. Work. Right, make the tough times, don't seem quite as tough. But when I was doing office work, I didn't like, I hated that. I would have I would have gotten out a long time ago. <laughs> but shout out to all you 42 alphas out there making pay, make sure the paperwork is moving in the company at the time. Hey, you know what? <laughs> you need them. You need to have them as your friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the food service workers, you know, because <laughs> Oh yeah, definitely need those. Yeah. Have to get that hook up on the food. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, um, one of the things that you've, you've done while being in the band is you've um, performed at a lot of different ceremonies. Mm -hmm. um, what is your, and I, I know even when you got out the uh, military as well, you, you know, sang the national anthem at, um, you know, different, different um, games and, you know, a lot of exposure there. What are your thoughts with the uh, rumors? I'm not even sure if it's actually confirmed at this point, but the NFL um, saying that for all of the week one games that they're going to be um, having the black national anthem being um, performed or played at all of the games for week one. Um, I feel 
to me, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I have no problem with that. Um, as well as I have no problem singing the national anthem. Like you said, we've sung it, especially when we were stationed together in Germany doing a lot of shows. Sang, we sung both. And yeah, the German national anthem. Oh, right, and the Deutsch, because we had to do both. Um, opening and closing shows, yeah, we had to represent both. And I look at it because we've served, I look at it from a different point of view. I'm, I don't feel to just get rid of the national anthem. And I know uh, there's been um, a lot of talk about, you know, the, the anthem and different things. Me personally, I don't feel to get rid of. Um, I like being able to include the black national anthem. I think that that would be nice but I don't feel to get rid of one. I, I think it's nice to be able to know the history of both. And I say whatever someone gravitate towards because I, I want to be open. And I know that might not be a popular opinion. Like I said, I feel like when you've served, I think you look at things just a little bit different. And I think it's a good welcome. Yeah. Um, to have the, the um, Black National Anthem. I think that's that's a nice welcome. Okay. Mm -hmm. well, thank yeah. you. Yeah. So, um, let's see. Moving on, I, I, I let everyone know already that you have recorded your own Christmas album, which, look y'all, okay, I'm not even lying. This is support yeah. right here. Merry yeah. Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. and I got my autograph copy. So, <laughs> thank you so much. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, when I first played your album, my kids was like, you know who this is for real? I'm like, yes. <laughs> so I love it. So anyone that's looking to, you know, get some new holiday music, you know, this upcoming holiday, please, okay, go ahead and hit up Anwan, her, her um, album right here. We love it. We really do. Thank so, you. Yes, we love it. This is this gonna be one of our traditional albums now. So um, yeah, my kids were like, "Oh, so who are you interviewing?" And I was letting them know who I was doing the interview with. The one that did the album. They're like, "Yes." <laughs> so we love it. We love it. But also, you also have a um, studio recorded single. I'm on my way. Mm -hmm. And I kind of feel like um, sometimes, and, and I'm not even just saying this just to say it, but sometimes when I'm just like, oh my gosh, like I need some extra motivation, I'll go ahead and play your song because I'm like, this is, oh, yes, it is, um, really encouraging and you know for me it tells me to you know keep on pushing on don't tell anyone you can't do this you can't do that so um can you explain to us what um made you you know come up with the lyrics to that song you know was you know was was you at a at a at a, at a point where you felt like you need encouragement yourself or you just wanted to write something to encourage other people i would say both definitely what you said um, I was going through um, a time period when I felt a little not so positive about 
myself, my, my self-image. I needed to love myself more. And I listened to a lot of what people had to say about me, people's opinions about me, uh, as far as what I should look like and how I should be or, you know, if you want to be popular, you need to do this and try to look more like that person. And especially, you know, when you're younger, sometimes pressure can seem real. I know us as adults, it's different, but sometimes, especially when you're younger, the opinions of your peers or friends seem to be very, very important. And sometimes they may outweigh your own opinions about your own self. And that was a time period, like I said, when I was going through something and I, you know, and, and I said, I'm on my way. And I said, whatever you're on your way to greatness, on your way to a better lifestyle, loving yourself, a house, on your way to a brand new car, new career, whatever you're on your way to, like you said, stay motivated, stay positive, know that you can do it and your voice should be the biggest voice that you hear. And no matter what anyone says, you focus, stay in the direction, stay the course and whatever you're on your way to, you'll, you'll get it, you'll get it, so yeah. We'll get it. And I'll we're actually, um, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, go ahead, I'm finished. No, I was gonna say, and then um, we're actually going to um, play the video at the end of the interview so that everyone will, you know, be able to listen to it, leave with some words of encouragement. And then also, you need to make sure that you're following and one on YouTube so you can keep up to date with her. Just saying. So, um, what, what, um, you've worked with, uh, you know, you've worked in the musical field for a very long time. Who are some of the people? Well, actually, if you had one person, let me just put one person that you could have the opportunity to collab with. Who would that be? The first person that just popped in mind was Prince. So, I'm going to say Prince because that's the first oh. person that popped in my mind. So, I'm going to okay. say Prince. I would say it would be either Prince or Michael Jackson because I'm a big Michael Jackson fan. So yeah. it would definitely be um, Michael Jackson or Prince. Okay. Hands down. Wow. Oh yeah. And um, honestly, don't, 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 no one come to me, but I don't really feel that there's anyone really comparable right now to either one of those two artists, Michael Jackson or Prince, you know? I you know. Yeah. Yeah, we don't have a, you know, <laughs> a new age Michael Jackson or Prince, so. Mm -hmm. um, don't y'all come for me, y'all. <laughs> um, no, so. I, I agree with you. I mean, there's some good artists out here, mm -hmm. but like you said, on that level of mm -hmm. um, creativity, uh, mm -hmm. showmanship, mm -hmm. yeah, they, they were the total package. They were definitely the total package. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. And I'm sorry, I didn't get a chance to see neither one in concert. Oh. But I did get to see Janet when she came here. She was here. I saw Janet oh. also. Yes. Yes, yeah. okay. Like she came in like a thief in the night. <laughs> <laughs> but she did good. It was, she did really good. It was a couple of years ago. I got to see her in concert, so, and I got to see some some moves that I, I feel her big brother would have done. So I'm, I'm very okay. proud of her. And 
definitely sure he's proud of her looking down so oh yeah yeah oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah i thought um janet i a couple of years ago also probably like within like the last like four or five years and i mean she still got it she do she still got it so <laughs> she looks good she looks good i was about to be on full groupie mode like oh my god <laughs> so um let me see Speaking of artists, you have um, opened up for major artists before. You want to tell us about them? Well, yes. <laughs> well, CIAA, which takes place in Charlotte, but I think um, this would have been Charlotte's last year. And if I'm correct, they might start holding it in Vegas. It's when all the... Um, college basketball games they're, they're doing their uh playoffs it's almost like the college final right so all the top basketball college the colleges that's doing well in basketball they're playing for the championship so they had ciaa so you know of course a lot of mainstream artists that would come out here actors musicians definitely hosts of all type of day parties, events, workshops. So I was in uniform at the time. So yeah, I was in uniform. And oh, wow. yes, and it was it was funny because it was like a last minute, it wasn't a pre-planned thing. We were there just on a recruiting mission and they said, we need someone to sing the sing the national anthem. I said, oh, okay, so see, that's where that national anthem came in handy. <laughs> So I said, okay. They said, um, Edge, do you want to sing the national anthem? I said, okay, I'll do it, I'll do it. So I went and I sang the national anthem and it kind of, it opened up for Jagged Edge and Regina Bell. So I said, wow. I got to sing on the same stage as both Regina Bell and Jagged Edge. I opened up with that's pretty cool. cool. That is real cool. And, and how the opportunity just came like that out of nowhere. So Right, right. Yeah. So wow. see that national anthem came in handy. I know, right? <laughs> From all those years of singing it. So um let me see. What would you say to um someone that is trying to pursue um, you know, the music industry? I would say know what it is that you are, what is it that you're wanting to accomplish? Meaning, are you wanting to be on the level of a Beyonce? Mm -hmm. Or are you good with doing local shows? or Broadway or, you know, what what is it that you are striving for? Because some people, there are a lot of um, talented people, but everyone doesn't necessarily want to be on the levels of Beyonce. Some yeah. people might want to be, let's just say, in a Tyler Perry production and travel from city to city and, mm -hmm. you know, shows and stage plays and know what it is that you want to do definitely don't limit yourself know who you are and and know what your worth is definitely know what your worth is and and don't compromise who you are 
compromise to you. So I know because I know back, I would say back when I was younger, I said, I used to say, oh, I wanted to be the next Whitney Houston. I wanted to be the next Whitney Houston. And then I hear about everything that Whitney Houston had to go through. I said, oh, well, I don't know if I wanted to be the next Whitney Houston. <laughs> I don't want to do all that. That's yeah, I don't know about all of that. But, you know, and right now, I, I find myself um, just gravitating, definitely music, but now I, I'm have a, another thing where I'm finishing up a book and I would like to see maybe a, a, a movie done into it you know have and just check all your creativities don't think it's only one way or no way yes, so, yes. right open up to the to God the universe and find out what what are your creative creativities because a lot of times we have a lot more than just one thing that we know how to do. Because I bet you, if you ask Beyonce, she has other talents. Now, I understand her singing has been her bread and butter, but I'm pretty sure she has other talents that shine, that shines very well also. So I say hone in on all your talents. And, um, and the only way that you, well, I don't want to say the only way, but the, <laughs> I'm going to say the only way that you're going to find out what those other talents are is if you try. And right. Exactly. out there to you know try other things and you know you may like it you may like it you may not you may not but at least you can say hey i tried it um it's not for me or you know i tried it let me you know get some more training or keep working toward getting better at it so mm -hmm. um, very good advice from Ian Juan. yes so <laughs> That's advice, and it, it, it kind of might go hand in hand with my um, next question. But mm -hmm. the reason why I ask is because um, you're you're a grown woman. You know, you're you're a little bit up there in age. You know, compared to you know the 18, 19 year olds that are just trying to go out there and you know start a musical career or whatever. You know, that's going out there trying to pursue their goals. And um, I kind of have a little bit of experience with this as well because, um, you know, within like the last four or five years, I started getting involved in um, commercial modeling. And most people that get involved with the modeling and acting industry, they're like the, the teenagers, you know, the teenagers, the 18, 19, 20 year olds. Mm -hmm. So my question is, what would you, um, what advice would you give for older adults that are uh, just now trying to pursue a dream or a passion? Well, I'll say this, because I always like to tell people this story. Um, Tony Robbins is a motivational speaker, and he has a book, um, he has many books, but he has one book um, called Awake the Giant Within. And within the first couple of pages, he said, he got a bunch of 65 year olds in a room and asked them what was their biggest regret. He said over half of them raised their hand saying, not pursuing goals, not taking more chances. And I would say to older adults, cause I'm, I'm not 65, but I am, like you said, I'm not 18, 19, 20. Yeah, I'm, right, right. I would say definitely pursue your goals, your dreams. They said, um, Colonel Sanders didn't start KFC until he was in his 60s. Yeah. Everyone doesn't start the same. I didn't start younger because I wasn't ready when I was younger. I'm a lot 
older, but I am more wiser. And that's a saying that you hear people say, but it's a truthful saying that hopefully as we get older, we get wiser. And some yes. people are still searching while they're younger. And that was me, I was searching for a while. So right now, I feel like that 18, 19 year old, even though I have some gray hairs on top of my head and a couple of wrinkles in my skin, I feel like that 18, 19 year old because I feel like I know now who I am. So I say to that older adult, don't give up, don't give up. If it's something that you truly wanna do, don't never give up and continue to pursue that. And you'll be able to do whatever it is that you wanna do because everyone doesn't start at the same time, you know, so very good advice right so and people also, start young and some people start older <laughs> yeah and i think for the the older adults that are out there trying to pursue their dreams now use your wisdom and you know oh, your, your experiences and your wisdom helps you get through things because i'm telling you going back to the whole um you know when i was doing the commercial modeling mm -hmm. i've come across so many scams and so many you know things that just i know for a fact you know the little you know the younger the younger you know <laughs> model would be like oh my gosh you know what let me do this so let me do that and me being a little bit older i'm like wait a minute hold on this don't sound right this don't look right you know so you have to use your let your wisdom and your age and life experience help guide you you know with whatever passions that you're trying to pursue so let me see finally i would like to see um if you can let us know how can our people connect with you well, I do have Facebook, okay. I have Instagram, and okay. I have YouTube. My YouTube is Anwan Edge. I didn't tell you all about that, um, but it's under Anwan Edge, not Mason, because Edge is my family's name. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, and I will make sure in the notes of the YouTube video, make sure y'all scroll through and read the description. We will have Anwan's page and her um, Facebook information listed in the um, description so you have a way to get in contact with her. Do you have anything upcoming, any upcoming projects that you're working on that we could be on the lookout for? I am working on some new material as we speak. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to give a specific date yet, but I will definitely let you know. So, you know, when you're ready to put out more information, I'm working on, definitely working on some new material right now, working on finishing up a book. So it's, you know, I have a couple of things in the works right now, definitely working on new music and yes. Yeah. And, and, I, and I know how that is. We don't want to tell it all right, right now. Right, right. Because if you say, okay, it's going to be on September 4th, September 4th, come on. Okay, where's your stuff at? <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I, I know it's that. I'm like, hey, we're still working on trying to Right, right. I thought you were finished, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. So, yeah, make sure y'all follow Anwan so y'all can keep up to date on her new projects that she got. Like she said, she got a book she's working on. She got some you know, um, music material that's going to be coming out soon. So, y'all make sure y'all follow her.
As always, you can make sure that you follow me on Be Inspired with Linda H. Um, I'm on Facebook and I'm on Instagram. And we're going to leave you today with Anne Wan's latest video, I'm On My Way. Stay tuned and we'll see you next week. All right.
what you can and can't do. Don't let nobody tell you what you can and can't do. Do what you wanna 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 do. Don't let nobody tell you what you can and can't do. Don't let nobody tell you what you can and can't do. Do what you wanna 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 do.